When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. It's a big week when RHAP is on the road in Chicago. Check out my live show from Chicago. That's going to be up on Thursday, Wednesday night. Shannon Gus is going to be live with you with Kelly Wentworth after Survivor. And we preview the Dondi finale with Deal or No Deal Island host Joe Manganiello all right here on RHAP. We know reality TV. Welcome back to the 90 Day Fiance Wrap Up Podcast. We're here today to talk about Season 10, Episode 18, a.k.a. the finale, a.k.a. the wedding episode, a.k.a. the episode before the massive amount of tell-alls we're going to get thrown our way for the next couple of weeks. I'm, of course, your host and conductor of the Hot Mess Express, Huiz Vakili, ready to break things down, coming at you on the weekend here right before the tell-alls, of course. Um, some scheduling conflicts and by conflicts i mean i had a very tough schedule but we were able to make it work and it's all thanks to my lovely guest here today who was very willing and able to adapt to my mess and he is not unfamiliar with y'all and you're not unfamiliar with him he's a guest we've had on this show frequently he is one half of the married at first sight podcast over here on the network and also this season covering love is blind as well he is the number one corn star we have on the network. It is the one and only Jason Reed. Jason, how are you doing? Oh, yeah, what an introduction. Uh, I'm doing great. Um, I hope you're ready. Because, um, listen, I've been, uh, I've been working on my, on my Bruja skills. And I'm going to do a little uh, reading for us today. You ready? The, I heard that. Got my, I got my got cards, cards? Getting, okay. getting shuffled. All right, we're going to see what we're going to get here. All right, you ready? All right, first card. Right, here hit me. Is that really a wrong game? <laughs> wrong game. Yeah, here we go. All right, first card. Oh boy. Um, it's a it's a dead bird. Okay, what what that is? You're going to say something on this podcast that's going to okay. get you canceled on Twitter. Okay. Right. Right. I don't know. Are the, these the, cards legitimate? <laughs> the, this is not this is not an updated tarot card. So there's still Twitter on here, not X. Um, so, so that's the first card. Uh, let's, let's hope you get something a little better. Okay. Uh, hold right, on a second. Here we go. Let's get, our, let's get, our, let's get our second card out. 
Oh man, it's not getting better, man. It's a it's an upside down microphone. Okay, so something something's definitely going to go wrong. Maybe your audio is going to cut out here. Uh, you know, you drop the call. Uh, man, things aren't looking good. All right, last card, last card, last card. Are you ready? Here we go. I, 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 I. This is a, a it's a it's an Ethernet cable cut in half. <laughs> Maybe you were the wrong guest for this episode. Yeah, you know, I don't, I don't know. Some, something's going on. Maybe, uh, maybe, uh, maybe our connection drops. Maybe the the podcast it, it doesn't upload right. I don't, I don't know, man. So listen, I'm willing to keep going with this with with you this this podcast, but it's not looking good. So we'll see how this how this works out. Okay, we'll see how how good my Bruja skills are um by the end of the episode but we'll, let's let's keep going hopefully my my skills in tarot card reading are wrong we'll see how this all shakes out because i feel like with this final episode of the seasons usually there's not a lot of movement um it's a lot of happy endings calms before the storm even before whatever the tell is gonna throw our way and that's kind of where we are here today with the conclusion of all these stories and let's begin with the aforementioned Ashley and Manuel, who obviously probably had the most tumultuous of the journeys here to the wedding because there's a storm coming their way, Jason. There's a storm of brewing. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> these, these, I don't know why I even call this a season finale because we got two more episodes after this. Uh, for me, I, w- I would definitely just call these the wedding episodes. And yeah. you're, you're right, like, they they the foresight of ashley who is a tarot card reader a future teller not very great in terms of wedding patterns you know what's funny is i'm obviously keeping up with love is blind at the moment and Mm -hmm. you as are you you're podcasting about it and also you cover married at first sight on a weekly basis both those shows the wedding happens at the or the the marriage portion kind of happens at the beginning obviously with love is blind the ceremonies at the very end Mm -hmm. but it's wild to me how you can have shows like that where people are linking up from the jump and then realizing the match might not be there versus couples here. It's a road to the marriage. And then it's still like, oh, I don't know if you should do this. <laughs> and like y'all have been together well before you got on the show. Yeah, I mean, you, you talked a lot about this on this podcast about the 90 days is not for you to like figure out if this is going to work. Typically, yeah. it's supposed to be you've already figured out it's going to work. And now you're like, all right, well, let's do this thing. This these couples are using this as a testing ground. And a couple of our couples at the wedding are like, hmm, I still don't know. But let's go ahead and go through with this anyway. <laughs> let's let's yeah. sign this official paperwork anyway. I'm still I'm still like, you know, 80, 20 that this will work. But let's go through with it anyway. The that's the the percentages is what takes me out is the mm-hmm. 80 20 the 90 10 the uh, yeah. you know I'm I'm gonna assume the risk <laughs> assume is, the risk I, I think it's Sophie got up to 98 percent this is gonna work this this episode so hey that's something right about as close as you can get <laughs> I guess for some of these couples because you gotta save the two percent just in case now with Ashley like you alluded to Ashley starts pulling some tarot cards because she's very worried about the storm impacting the wedding. And mm-hmm. so she pulls some cards and the conclusion was, yeah, it may or may not rain. Yeah. <laughs> we we wow. got to really hedge our bets here. <laughs> like, you know, I feel like that's what a lot of these, you know, uh, tarot card readers or whatever do. They kind of just interpret what they want out of these cards, uh, and, you know, and just kind of spin it to whatever they want. I, I do like how she does all this. And she's like, I don't know. Uh, what would they, what you call it? Papa Macha, Mama Pacha is going to do what she's going to do, I guess, is Mother Nature. But then her friend is like, hey, have you checked like the weather radar or the weather like, you know, forecast to see uh, to see where the storm is? She's like, huh, 
no, I didn't really think about that. Like you, you're doing all of this other tarot card stuff, but you're not <laughs> actually using actual predictive science to tell if the sword's going to come or not. Mm, vibes. What <laughs> about it? Like, yeah, I'm going to run this on vibes like that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and ultimately with Ashley Manuel, obviously they're doing, they're separated, doing their own thing. Um, Manuel goes to get a haircut with the, with the bros. And then Ashley's getting her haircut at the place they've booked. Uh, her mom, Stacy, ends up pulling up as well. And literally everyone's just trying to keep Ashley calm because she is in shambles. It's a, She's going it's, through it. It's got to be a full time job to be Ashley's friends and family because you have to really work on, you know, keeping her calm, uh, making sure she's like you have to be her hype person. Like, remember your breath work, like calm down, <laughs> grab my hands, because at any moment she could flip out. I did like Manuel at his little boys outing. He's only he was just like a stand up comedian. He's like, yeah, <laughs> you know, she's not I'm not worried about her being there. She's got to worry about me being there. <laughs> but um, like he's he's he has no cares in the world. He's like these gringos are so worried about weather, like whatever. I don't see a I don't see a drop in the sky. Not realizing that, you know, in Florida, these things can pop up at any moment on you. But he is just ha has no cares in the world pretty much throughout this whole thing. Meanwhile, Ashley is spending every second melting down. Ashley is doing everything in her power to not cry and then is crying because she's crying and then is crying because she's ugly crying. <laughs> it's a whole saga with her. And like you said, Manuel's just on vibes. He's like, yeah, you know, we're getting married today. Whatever. Yeah. You know, it's going to happen. I'm, I, I might mess around and not show up, but it's funny. Like He's just no care. Just hanging out. Yeah, and well, at least Ashley is not driving this time as she's having her panic attack. That's definitely a a plus in this episode. Agreed, hard agreed on that one. Yeah. Um. So everything with them is going what feels like sideways. Ultimately, they're hoping that the storm passes or doesn't arrive to where they're getting married at at five thirty. However, very clearly, the weather, the storm is coming. There is some rain, but. They weathered through it very easily, Jason. This was not an ordeal. Yeah, this wasn't like this was a a cat, like a cat one like minor tropical storm. This wasn't like full out hurricane. This is like it's going to rain. Like you're going to get you're going to get rained on, but they still went ahead with it. You know, I, I will say for this episode, all the wedding ceremonies were were great. They were they were you know really good. Uh, nice vows for everyone. I really liked all the wedding ceremonies, but I just like the it. You know, it, it kind of feels. It feels thrown together, right? This this ceremony in particular. And we've got Armando, who, you know, I guess is almost like promoting his services here. He's like wedding planner. He ends up being the officiant. He ends up being like the weatherman <laughs> all in one in this wedding. <laughs> and so it was a very interesting wedding. Uh, this is the the, fir the first of our two beach weddings this episode, <laughs> in which, you know, they were two very different beach weddings. Uh, but I just don't know how you... I, if I'm an Ashley friend and family, I'm like, do I have to like get like just in the sand here? Do I have to get all my stuff all sandy? Uh, but I, I did, I did like the, you know, like the ceremony. We, we got to meet Ashley's father. You know, one of many family members this episode were like, where did you come from? Where have you been all season? Because I didn't even know Ashley's dad was even around in the picture. We never met him before this. Mm -hmm. uh, so I thought that was very interesting as well. But, you know, all in all, the wedding was fun. Yeah, it was out of nowhere and no confessional. It was just kind of like yeah. they threw him in the ceremony and then he left her promptly right after. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, there's dad. Like, your dad's here? I don't, we didn't even know that. Yeah. So I feel like ultimately it was very sweet, very nice. Um, but I don't have much else to, to speak on. The vows were beautiful and uh, good luck to them. 
yeah, it was it was nice. It was uh and listen, uh they are going to be one of our couples coming up on Happily Ever After. There were two surprise announcements from this season uh this past week about two of the two of these couples on this no, show. No, there was not. Yes, yes, there is. <laughs> How do I not okay, let me look this up. <laughs> no, don't look it up. Don't look it up because I want to surprise you with the other one. Don't look it okay. up. Okay. But so you Ashley promise you're not lying here. I'm, I'm not, not getting gaslit. I'm not fucking okay. you. This is real. Okay. This Ashley and Manuel are going to be on Happily Ever After. Oh, God. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> All right. The classroom am... gets better. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. Um, I will say real quick, I did ask for feedback last week. I said, let me know, audience. How do you want me to go about consuming this upcoming season of Happily Ever After? Do you want me to erase some people from history and not acknowledge them? I believe the long and short of it, the overwhelming response was cover it like regular, like talk about all the couples like usual. However, don't mince your words with the ones you're not happy with and the ones you're irritated with. And to that, I say, you got it. I'm going to drag them, drag them, drag them every moment you can. Yeah, Yeah. I'm all for that. So that's the plan. And Ashley Manuel, I guess we'll see you next season. Oh my god! Okay, great. I can't wait to see him running from her several more times. <laughs> this I know. Well, season. I'm like now. I'm curious. Like, where are they going to be in the storyline? Because I have to go and check what the timeline looks like. But are they going to be at a point now where Manuel has gotten his change of status and is able to work? And how does all the dynamics look there? We'll find out more throughout the tell-all, and then obviously with the upcoming season. Let's switch up and talk about a, I was about to say a couple, but a couple no more seems like it's Nikki and Igor, AKA Justin, Jason, you want to, you want to open this up for us here? Yeah, this is the, uh, on the wedding episode. This was our, our, our non wedding. Um, so we do start out this episode in a very interesting place that we don't typically, you know, we don't typically go here and break the fourth wall like this, but Nikki is coming in for one of her 90 day, uh, you know, 90 day fiance interviews to, to, I guess, talk about, uh, their journey and uh, wherever they are in the story. So she's there, and all of a sudden, we we see her in the dressing room. She's bawling her eyes out. She says, "Oh my!" We hear the text coming through. She's like, "Oh my god!" She starts freaking out. She's sobbing. She's like, "How is he going to do this to me right now?" Uh, we find out it's been two weeks since she left Moldova. He sent her a text, and she's she's just crying all the way. She's she's like, "No, I could be a I'm not gonna be a B, but he just wasted my time, my heart, and my money." Let's not forget that. <laughs> Um, she says she's, she's so tired she can't get over this uh they ask her what's going on she said they got into a bad fight about a week ago he had mm-hmm. needed to get his car fixed and she talks about how you know he's had no job throughout this whole time and she has been supporting him and apparently he was using her and they had a fight they didn't fix it but they have spent a couple weeks not talking and now this is the first time he's heard from justin and it's a breakup text my goodness yeah, Justin kind of basically go and this is I want to know my biggest mystery is who wrote this breakup text for you because it felt like the most formal yes dare I say chat GPT ass yes breakup <laughs> Nick me break up Nikki give me <laughs> give me words this yeah it was just like it was I don't know like did I write any of it down um I wrote yeah, some of it I, down. I've come to the sad realization that we can't continue is, are you giving your two weeks at a job? (laughs) What is this? I think, you know, because we saw his friend, his female friend, uh, while Nikki was in Moldova, she seemed like she had a good head on her shoulders. I wonder if she wrote this for him or something like that, because this was definitely not feeling uh, Justin Igor type stuff here. The part that did feel Justin Igor type stuff, though, was when he said, I've sacrificed my status and my dignity for this relationship. At that point, I was like, all right, goodbye. 
in yeah, the trash. Like, it was like compromise and sacrifice my own interest, shocking my parents and everyone around me. I'm like, okay, all right, just, just chill, bro. Like, it, it, he starts like, hello, I want to discuss something with you and ask you to take it seriously. <laughs> Given all the circumstances, I've come to a sad conclusion that our relationship cannot continue. I said, okay, a little much, a little much for a breakup text. And like you said, it sounds like you're you're turning your two week notice at a job. Yeah, it it just didn't. It felt very inauthentic to me and just kind of like, uh, I need to say this in the right words. Can someone give me the words and I'll just sign my name at the bottom? Now, so now, Pua, you know me and I've been on the, this, this show quite a bit. Yeah, and I am. I am a conspiracy theorist. A I am a red string. I'm a skeptic. I'm mm-hmm. just like, so this, you just so happen to get this text. Right before you're at a night day interview, you are you you, you just so happen to get this at the exact moment. They just so happen Impeccable to be taping timing. You. They just so happen to be taping you in your dressing room, which I don't think they usually do. Like I was like, mm, I don't know. This feels a little weird, produced, maybe I would say. So I don't I don't know if this was a reenactment of uh of what what happened already, maybe. And they was like, let's get the, let's get the best, you know production value we can out of this let's pretend like she got it while she was here i just don't know like what What do you think about that um i'm not listen usually i'm like all right jason reel it in not everything can be cool like a entire conspiracy however the timing of this was impeccable where the producer can be there and we got like the world's kindest producer who's like do you need time do you need money for an uber like we got you <laughs> and he's like hugging nikki and like all right who are you and why are you getting a hero edit out of nowhere but the timing was a little peculiar to me like i feel like surely this isn't out of the blue um because like nikki said they had argued and Nikki and, and Igor, the way they deal with things is they kind of leave it and then they come back to it later. But the way Nikki's uh, reading this is, I guess I should have talked. I should have opened up the conversation sooner rather than leave it alone. Yeah, it just and I've always felt with uh, <clears throat> with Nikki and Igor that this that this was, may have been a, a way for Nikki to get uh, on reality television. She's been on reality te- television before. This to me all season felt like is, is this real or is this a way for you just to get back on TV? I don't know. And now my thought is, was all of this just to get your foot in the door for 90 day fiance? Maybe you can show up on the single life down the line. Like I just, it, it, it feels very produced to me. Yeah. I, I'm actually going to co-sign this one with you. I feel a little bit more suspect on this than I usually would otherwise. So <laughs> I'm with you there on this one. Now, <clears throat> The rest of the story for them is this is just this this uh, mm-hmm. sadness because then we have a scene where Nikki's mom is there with her and and as Nikki's saying everything and like rehashing the fight basically to mom yeah mom's like oh he's he's gonna get a text message from me you better believe in us okay all right wow uh, that's gonna that's gonna come that's gonna make him come back around I'm sure this text message from mom. Well, then let's quickly speak on the snippet we got of what to expect in the tell-all. They seem to be together again, Jason. Did I misread the situation? I mean, they seem very friendly with each other. I think he says something like, uh, the door is open, or something like whatever he says. Mm-hmm. Uh, so whenever someone asks him if they're back together. Um, I-, I will say for what we saw from the uh, tell-all, it looks like Jasmine and Nikki are going to be having like some sort of, you know, uh, 
I don't know what you would call it, a diva off, a, you know, a, like a, a, a two alphas coming together in a way to me. So the uh, the, the tell-all preview looks interesting. Um, but yeah, I, Nikki comes in the tell-all looking, like, I think she's got like a ball gown type dress on. I don't know what's going on. But uh, I'm definitely interested to see what 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 their story is next week, and and if Nikki does happen to be on the single life coming up soon, I I wouldn't hate it. I would be there for it because Nikki is uh, crazy enough to make it interesting. Yeah, I think Nikki is is someone who I would definitely nominate for the single life far more than some of the people they've put on the cast of the single life for this season. Um, I'm looking at you, Tyree. Why are you still there? Um, <laughs> why for why? Yeah. But. Anyway, um, yeah, so that's about all we get from Nikki and Igor here. Now, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we'll break down the wedding of Clayton. And Annalise, stay with us. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. All right. So Clayton and Annalie are in a very interesting, peculiar spot because last we saw them, Clayton's standing at the altar and Annalie is 30 minutes late. And now the drama is, oh, my God, is she dipping out on the wedding? Oh, I don't know. Will she? Won't she? Will she? Won't she? Uh, Spoiler alert. She shows up. Now, listen, I don't I don't like to be manipulated. I felt like I was very manipulated by this storyline, by this, oh, by yeah. this storyline in particular. Cause then we, you know, we, it's 30 minutes. Like, first of all, why are y'all standing up there with the efficient or anything? You don't even know where she at. Like that's, <laughs> that's, that's a dumb move on your part to stand up there and just look dumb because you don't know where she's at. You got to make sure she's in the vicinity before you go up there. First of all, number one, but then come to find out she's not really even technically 30 minutes late. She's, she's there. She was, still contemplating 90 minutes ago. They, they flashback 90 minutes because last episode, they were making us think as Clayton is standing up there, wondering where she's at. She's still at their place contemplating without to come actually come to the wedding, which was, was not the case. So that, uh, that in of itself was okay. Y'all got me. Y'all got me. But the, now to find out like, no, they're just, they probably were up there standing up there for like five minutes before she came up there. So I don't know. I don't know what to think of this. Yeah, basically we get a we get like a flashback moment of 90 minutes before Annalie finally shows up to the altar. We see her laying on the bed, kind of like contemplating everything. And basically, and I alluded to this earlier, says, yeah, no, my mom made me feel centered and, and I understand things better. I want Clayton to not have doubts, but I'd rather do this than to not do this and think what if for the rest of my life. And she said, I don't know if I'm doing the right thing, but I want to assume the risk. And I thought, you're not at a blackjack table. Like yeah, this. That's, that's what you want to hear if you're Clayton later. She's like, well, I'm not sure about this, but I'm just going to go through it. They're like, oh, great. Thanks. That's exactly what you want to feel on your wedding day. Yeah, let's roll the dice. And, and I think this is the biggest issue with looking at the 90 day process as a test run is that. You, the end result obviously is if you do not get married in those 90 days, you have to leave the States. And then if you end up wanting to marry again, you have to go through the, the same process exactly. And you don't get like an expedited version because you were already in the process before. It's a fresh starting from zero, 18 months process to get back here again. So 
I feel like when you look at it as a test, this is where you land. And it's like, oh, no, I, I guess I should do it because if I don't do it, it's going to be a hassle. All right. Well, so then I yeah, might go as ahead. well. I might as well. I, I remember thinking mm-hmm. that on my wedding day. Yeah, might as well. Why not? Yeah. We are right. We're uh, here. All right. You know, we spent the money for the place. Ah, let's just do it. I got a suit on. Might as well get yeah, it done. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but I will say after all of that, they get married and I felt like this was easily for me, the sweetest of the ceremonies, um, in that, uh, Clayton did do his dance that he had practiced and learned, which I thought was adorable. That was funny. Um, but what I want to quickly point out, Jason, is that I have a quote from Brandy Clayton's sister who said, I'm so glad that a stripper didn't interfere with their wedding yet <laughs> yet you know honestly for me if we're talking about like single life uh participants possibly in the future give me brandy put me brandy on the single life i think brandy would be interesting i like brandy she's funny she's uh probably definitely well we know that she's messy herself mm-hmm. I, I like brandy i'm here for brandy and the the little clip we got from them is like uh clayton wondering if brandy hired a stripper to uh to interfere with their relationship. He just like, she does this motion, like stirring the pot. She's like, <laughs> I'm like, Brandy is a fantastic villain who could be like more of an anti-hero. You know, I, I like Brandy. She is so devious, but <laughs> I'm so into it. Um, And maybe this is something where my opinion changes in the event of, we learn more from Brandy. I'm like, ooh, Brandy's kind of more toxic, but Probably. right now, just a <laughs> bit of a pot stir for me. But, but I think if we think if we if we look at every one of our participants and all their relatives, we probably had that that fear and that risk for almost every one of them. The, the percentage are very high. That something's going to come out about them that we're going to be like, oh, no, you're bad. Ooh, um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, just, just to like just to kind of roll back a little bit to the wedding, to the actual wedding. Again, we see Clayton's dad walking Annalee Lee down the aisle. It's like, what? where did this guy come from? Who I think also his name is Ronald, as well as Ashley's dad was. I was like, where did this guy come from? I think it would have been nice to meet him. Uh, maybe find a little background info on Clayton's mom and why they're not together. And, you know, the introduction of Annalie, because this probably isn't the first time that Annalie met his dad. I was like, this is, this is crazy. Where's this, where's this man coming from? I had no idea this man even existed. Yeah. Again, it's weird to bring them in, but then we don't hear from them. Yeah. Cause then I assume that they refuse to be a part of the show. In some yeah. That's capacity. why I assume they don't, they don't want to be on camera for a extended amount of time. They're like, all right, fine. I'll be there to walk her down the aisle on camera, but I don't want to be on camera anywhere. Yeah. And then the loophole is, well, this is footage for the wedding. It's like, well, I, I guess I'll be in it, but I'm not going to speak. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then at the, at the, uh, the vows, Clayton pretty much is taking the, the ball and running with it on the, on the vows, doing all the vows himself, not letting even the officiant. Uh, to carry them out. He just said the whole thing himself. I was like, okay, all right, Clayton, go, you go on, man. You you go off, go off, King. He's he's scared. He's scared that Annalise's gonna run. He's Dude, like, we gotta right, hurry this up. I gotta wrap on this verse. I gotta lock her down. Hold with me. Yeah. Um. But again, the dance was lovely. I did like yeah. that. Um. I have to ask: Are they are happily ever after a couple? No, they are not. Are happy? Ever Damn it! <laughs> no, it's Sophie and Rob. <laughs> Oh, you cracked the code. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what are we doing here? Okay, so I, I have this theory, Jason. So uh-huh. I've I've been listening to more podcasts about soccer in the last little bit. Okay. And one of the ones I listened to was talking about the way that um, things are successful in the soccer space and like soccer media now. And they specifically tackled and talked about how before it used to be like a couple of pundits getting together and like breaking the game down 
possession, shot accuracy, the whole nine yards, just analyzing the, the game, the beauty of the game or whatever. Now, a lot more in the space, it's all about the little clips and the short form content. And the ones that bang, the ones that do numbers are the ones where a, a pundit or a podcaster is saying the most outlandish take that is guaranteed to get negative comments and just have people be outraged. And I feel like 90 Day is adapting a very similar formula where they're like, yeah, we're putting together the worst group of people possible and it's going to be outrageous, but people are going to tweet about it. There's going to be clips. They're going to be mad. And that keeps eyes on our show and we can go viral with some of these negative things. I think I think you definitely that definitely is right, because we have, you know, as, as I have described this upcoming Happily Ever Aftercast, this is like the Legion of Doom. Right. We've got uh, we've got Little Ed. We've got we've got Angela. Uh, we've got, uh, you know, I mean, Jasmine is, is OK, I guess. Uh, but it's mostly the messy people. Right. We don't get your Kenny and Armando's. And I think you're right where people are. And, and the 90 day audience has kind of trained the you know TLC to say, oh, this is fine. Like they're not asking to cancel Angela. There have been people on 90 day that have been canceled for mm-hmm. awful, terrible things. But, you know, Angela and Big Ed are just reprehensible human beings without being cancelable i guess also they go they go right up to that line i think that's what 90 day likes to play with they like to play with that line of right before cancelable they want to they want to they want that's what they want to show now it's not about the journey it's not about uh the romance it's about how messy these people are and listen i'm here for it i like mess um so that's that speaks to me but i think that's what tlc's strategy is right now Yeah, I really do think that for them, it's the more people speak on it, the better. And if everyone's lovable, that's not going to happen. But also, everyone's never been that lovable. But I think it's the overcorrection of now everyone is like the worst person possible. They're just just packing the shows with them now. Like before you would have a mix. Now it's just kind of like, let's just get all the villains in here. Let's get all the evil in one spot. Exactly. So then let's speak on this couple then, shall we? Um, the, sa- the couple that unfortunately does not make it into the next season is Clayton and Anna Lee, which of mm-hmm. course then opens the door for us to go and look at the next couple. Oh, no, 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 no. Sorry, real quick. Yeah. Um, we did. We <laughs> Wow, I nearly forgot a huge segment of the. Yeah. What am I talking about? <laughs> but before we get out of the wedding, though, I want to point out, we did get a confessional from Closet Mom who mm-hmm. said, yeah, you know, I think it's time for them to have their own space. And I'm actually excited to have my own space. I'm going to have plants. I'm going to hang out. And I was like, all right. So Jason's coming on and and he's going to say they were making stuff up about this. Uh, ooh, she wants to stick with him a la Debbie and Colton. Uh, uh, Colt, sorry, not Colton. Um, because I, sounds to me, Closet Mom's very okay with with getting her like her own place. Right. It's 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 so it's such a, a crazy turn. Right. Exactly. Right. Like all this right after the will she won't she show up. Everything just seems to work out perfectly. Brandy loves Annalie now. Uh, Closet mom's like, yeah, I guess I'll just go get my own place. Like, where'd that come from? Mom's like, <laughs> <laughs> I guess mom has has a good line on a nice uh, crawl space downtown. She's going to go going to go rent out, I guess. I don't know. Uh, but it, it is weird that all of a sudden mom's like, no, I'm good with moving out since when? Like where mm-hmm. where did this turn come from? That's where my 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 cogs and my head start working. Like okay, this was this, a lot of this feels uh, produced. A lot of this feels uh, flimsy because first of all, um, what's Brandy's daughter comes and helps Annalie with her makeup, and then we see we see the daughter at the at the altar. So 
I'm sure Clayton was never really worried that Amy was, was going to show up or not. No, I really don't think so. I feel like, again, it was fairly obvious to me that this was for dramatic effect because yeah. after they showed us the conversation that Annalie had with her mom and it just felt like the mom being on the side of get married just kind of deaded any suspense for me. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I know I'm, I'm sure that Annalie is like that uh, Clayton's mom is still of the of the uh, of the thought of like, oh, speak more American, make more American food. I believe that is genuine. But for her to just be like, nah, I'm good. I'm just going to move out. Oh, OK. <laughs> I, I am very curious uh, if by the time we get to the Talals, if in that space she has actually moved out or if this was just like wishful thinking of, on her part of like, you know, I'm going to move out. And then by the time we get to the Talals, she's like, no, she's still living with us and has all her stuff around. <laughs> Yeah, I'm very curious to see how all of that's going to play out for us here. Now, let's talk about the next scene with them. And this was a biggie because this felt real. This felt like this happened for real, for real. Yeah. Out of nowhere. uh, And we see Annalie opening up some of the wedding gifts. And she then says, listen, I've decided as a wedding gift to you. I want to tell my dad. I want to tell him the truth to my dad about us being together. And we see all the lead up and, and you the way you know it's real, Jason, is because she was shaking at mm-hmm. this computer table waiting for her dad to get in the Zoom call. She was shooketh. <laughs> mm-hmm. She was but, definitely going through the motions there. But let's break down the strategy of what she tells Clayton she's going to do here. Right. OK, <laughs> so she tells Clayton, yeah, I'm going to tell him everything. She says, first, I'm going to tell him you're my boyfriend. Then I'm going to tell him you're my husband. And Clayton's like in the, in the same call. <laughs> She's like, yeah, yeah. Uh, you can see the look on Clayton's face like, uh, okay, <laughs> sure. Yeah, that was a choice, I feel yeah. like. Because I think, so the way she went about it is exactly like you laid out, where dad gets on the call, she's like, hey, dad, da, 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 you know, uh, there's been something I've been hiding from you that I need to tell you about. Um, I have something important to tell you, sorry. Clayton, come here. Um, this is my boyfriend. And dad seems pretty, like, you know, okay, cool. Thanks for telling me. Uh, he was like, you didn't tell us this. That's new. Um, but then she says, well, I have something else I've been hiding from you. And she takes a while to say it. The suspense is building up. Dad is definitely shitting bricks at this point. <laughs> and he's like, holds her hand up. The ring is obviously there. It's like, uh, we're married. And this did not go well. No. Uh, well, when dad first came on the screen, I was like, dad's a little hard to read. He looks kind of like a, a hard guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but I think when it comes, probably when it comes to his kids, he's very like, he, he can be, he can be like soft and squishy, but I think to anyone else, he might look a little, you know, a hard, a hard, a hard guy. So I can, I can understand her hesitancy to really tell him, you know, this, all this news at once, I, but mm-hmm. it feels like, it feels almost like ripping the bandaid off, right? She's like, let me just get all this out of the way and just do this in one shot. So we don't have to worry about this. Now you're, you know, uh, someone that was thinking out, thinking this out, I'd be like, okay, when I get to America, like a week after I get there, I'm going to tell them, Hey, I got a boyfriend here in America. Then maybe wait another like month and be like, Hey, we got engaged so that, you know, by the time the wedding comes, you can, you can be honest with your dad at that point. Maybe even have him watch the wedding through zoom. But I, Anna Lee was just like, nah, I, I, I don't know if she's a procrastinator. She was probably like, you know, no, tomorrow I'm going to call him. I'm going to tell him. This is like the, at the start of the 90 days. <laughs> she's like two weeks later. He's like, no, I'm, I'm definitely going to call him next week. 
<laughs> like two months later, she's like, uh, maybe I'll call him the day before the wedding. <laughs> and then the wedding goes, like, uh, maybe in a couple of days. And then she finally is able to t- bring herself to do it. And it th- does it in the most bizarre way. Hey, my boyfriend. No, actually, you know, remember five minutes ago when I told you he's my boyfriend? No, he's actually my husband. Like, what? Why would you even do this? Poor dad. Poor dad just starts like crying. Like, why? Like, how could you do this to your poor dad here? Mm-hmm. I, you know, I can't help. But as a parent, you know, putting myself in those shoes, like, what if this was me in, you know, however many years? I'm just like, this is the most bizarre thing I think you could ever think of. I do like when he comes on, he's like, hey, how's work? She's like, fine. Are you even working, Annalie? I don't even know what the story is there. Like, is it just, is I this believe she line? implied that she went there for work. Yeah, she told her dad. I'm like, is there any ounce of truth to that? Or are you still just lying about that too? Well, she can't work until after the after the wedding oh, and true. the adjustment yeah. of status. So it's it was like, a lie from Jump Street. It's just like, hey, yeah, this is my boyfriend. No, actually, this is my husband. No, actually, this is what I came here for. I'm not even working. Like that's <laughs> that's such a bomb to drop on dad all at one point. It really is. And and now we're in this position where dad walks off camera in in full emotions, and we see her sister come up and say dad's kind of disappointed uh he's not happy i'm gonna go check on him goodbye and then they hang up on <laughs> she, was so up on she was so annoyed she was so he's like see what you did you made dad cry now i have to go deal with it bye <laughs> yeah like you ruined it for everybody annalee wow I'm gonna deal with this now <laughs> i like how it was consuelo's uh you know uh, I don't know, Zoom account, whatever account, because like when she hangs up, just like a Consuelo, like dad could not even work a FaceTime or Zoom or whatever. Consuelo had to set this whole thing up. Yeah. And, and so now we end the episode with them in a state of is everything going to be OK or not? I here's my thing. They're fine. I yeah, think they're totally. Fine. Totally. I mean, yeah. listen, by the end of this, you know, because this whole season, we've been like, uh, Clayton's a little weird. And then even Annalie was doing weird stuff. So I'm like, uh, but by the end of this, at, like at the wedding, for sure, I was like, you know what? They are so cute together. Like, I think they're just weird enough for each other to make this work. So I think all in all, they are going to be fine. I don't know if we'll ever see them again on 90 Day, um, but I, I feel like they're going to be okay. Yeah, I think just the fact that, and I should have thought about this when I when I said is Clayton and Annalie the happily ever after couple. The fact that we saw Closet Mom utter the words "I'm fine with them getting their own place" should have been the red flag to me that okay, they're not the couple we're gonna see again because yeah, this, could be their, this could be their series finale. <laughs> yeah, like where's the drama there? There's no yeah. drama for these two. Well, I could see like if uh, if Dad came and visited them and how that would go. Mm-hmm. Like I'd, I'd be interested to see that. Maybe they talk about uh, you know kids in the future. I don't know, um, but I, I I wouldn't mind seeing them again. I just don't know if we need to see them. Right. Like I think our lives will be fine ultimately. Yeah. Um, however, I will also say that our lives it would be fine if we don't see the rest of these couples. But uh, let's talk about Sam and Citra now, Jason, and specifically you talk about Sam and Citra. Set us up for us. So listen, it's it's the morning after, right? We we know we know what's going to go down. They Sam and Citra have been waiting this whole time for the night for the night up uh, night of the wedding to get it on the bow chicka bow wow. So we see the morning after we see Citra in bed, we're like oh okay, well she's in bed. Uh, probably Sam's are next to her, but no, it's her sisters that are in bed with her. Like uh, okay, what's happening? Uh, so they tell us in a confessional, no, they did not have sex. We were too busy with ghosts. Like, ghosts, what's going on? Uh, Citra tells us, well, her and her family did not want to get killed by a hillbilly with a chainsaw or ghosts or serial killers because they're out in the country. So they were all so scared that the whole family decided to sleep in the same room together. 
this is why I do not watch horror movies like that, because I would also just feel paranoid for no reason in a moment like this. Um, uh-huh. That being said, the other part was, yeah, the walls are thin. They're going to hear yeah. us. It's like and Sam, who's just who who just can't say anything, you know, normal, who can't say anything like he has it, to be like. It's like when you're trying to not say the gross thing, but then the description sounds more gross. Right. You're, there's something in your brain that just takes over. They're like, no, say the gross thing. He's like, he's like, sorry, man. I'm banging your daughter. I was like, oh my gosh. Like, why? Why was it that? Yeah. Why what are you, you watching Entourage before this, Sam? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> why'd you say that on television? You know, this is going to, you don't yeah. see this, right? Well, later on, he talks, uh, she mentions that when they do have sex, that it was very quick. And he's like, yeah, you know when a pipe's full and it finally bursts? <laughs> <laughs> Why? Yeah, yeah, you know my pipe bursts real easily. Oh my gosh! But but listen, I think I think Sam, much like Clayton and Ellie, I think Sam and Sidra are almost perfect for each other because they're both weird and oddly, I don't know, uh, kinky or or they're fine with each other. So I think this is actually a good couple. I think they're a perfect fit for sure. Yeah. I, I do think so. Um, and I think that ultimately with the two of them. There's no drama here. And that's the other thing. Why the other reason why I'm, I'm not surprised that they're not on the, on the happily ever after, because what are they? Oh my God. You know, the other thing he said, Jason, that he had to think of chubby old men to last oh. longer. Oh gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Some things are better left unsaid, Sam, Sam. I don't want you thinking of me while you're having intercourse. Okay. <laughs> Jason. <laughs> Keep me out of your thoughts, man. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> oh my, you are a menace. Um, so he had to think of other people to last longer. He also, they also couldn't do it in the bedroom because the dogs were uh, hopping in the bed and hanging out. So they went, they did it in the laundry room. And see, that's she, good. Those are good dog pairs, though. They're not like, no, we'll, they're, they're not like, no, we, let's get the dogs out of here. Like, no, you dogs keep the room, keep the bed. We're going to go out <laughs> and figure it out. Yeah, we'll respect your privacy. Yeah, we'll be like, back. Okay. <laughs> that's weird, but all right. Um, And then what's it called? And then the other bit here is that so they go to the laundry room, they do it there. And this is where Citro calls herself his personal corn star. And the producer's like, did you say corn star or porn star? Like corn star because I'm corny. I'm like, all right, Jason's intro line complete. Yeah. Writing that down. <laughs> but listen, that's why they belong together. They're both so weird that it works. It, it really, really does. Um, and and we did get a Chiron at the end of the episode, uh, end of their segment, where Sam has filed his diversion papers again two days after this, and they're gonna hear the judge's decision in about six weeks' time regarding listen, jail. Was- I was worried, right? Because typically when we see the that that screen with the words, I'm like, oh shit, did he go to jail? Like, <laughs> like before I saw before I read the whole thing, I was like, oh, okay, he just submitted his paperwork. I thought I don't think I'd be like two days after the Sam was picked up and put in jail for you know for not doing his diversion. I was like, oh, at least at least that's good. Now we do see uh, him in the preview, so I my guess is that they're to- he's totally fine. He did not go to jail. I would yeah, I don't imagine he's in jail. Um, I never thought that was going to be the case. I yeah. feel like if it was, they would have definitely harped on this couple more. Um, but obviously, that, that's not the case. You know what's funny though? Um, Nick and Devin are in the tell-all. Yeah, like, uh, everyone's going to watch this. But like, what? 
they were on this season. Like, I cannot believe that. Like, yeah, it's like, who? Uh, y'all were here? I didn't know that. Um, and that's the thing with these two. I feel like they just got the, the cushiest paycheck. They just were in love. They got married. No fuss, no muss, no drama. And then they get to pull up and collect the tell-all money as well. Yeah, Piggy was her biggest drama. And that was like, that one stern talking to you probably just fixed that. Right, and then they're gonna probably ask him like, "Do you still say pig?" He's like, "No, I've stopped doing that." All right, thank All right, you. That's anyway. Nick and Devin. Thanks, guys. Yeah, goodbye. <laughs> and, and you know, they're, they're not gonna. Br- it's not even like they're gonna bring good drama, uh, commenting on other people's stuff because they just don't seem the type. I definitely agree. I don't see them being that level of drama. Now, if they are, I'd be very surprised. But yeah. as of right now, I'm not predicting them to be the. Uh, the problematic slash entertaining parts of the tell all for me. Yeah. Now, what did you think of uh, Herman's kind of uh, lecture to Sam before, before Herman leaves by who, by the way, I think, I think Citra looks a little too much like Herman for me to get out of my head. If I was Sam, <laughs> like really, there, like, there was a moment where Citra was on the screen. I was like, wow, she looks a lot like Herman. I was like, then the facial, you know, features. I was like, I think I, if I had met Herman and then I was with Citra, I wouldn't be able to get that out of my head. <laughs> so can you remind me what was said what herman had said well herman's like hey sam just don't just remember you know to keep with your faith you know keep with the he says no pigs no alcohol no drugs and sam's just like yeah sure of course in his uh in his wife beater shirt which is what you want to be caught in the night after your wedding i don't i don't know what the choices were for them for him there uh but yeah, he's like no no you know forget remember you're pray, keep praying in your religion no pigs no alcohol no drugs and i was just like hmm is Sam going to stick to any of that after that, at least? I mean, probably the no drugs and no alcohol, maybe because I think Sam is mm-hmm. uh, trying to be sober. Yeah, but I, you know, I think, I think, I think Sam. I think the more likely thing is going to happen is Sam might be able to tempt Citra to go with the, you know, to to maybe ditch the no pigs thing at least. Yeah, I think that. Um, I don't know how. I think it'll all depend on how closely Citra is going to be practicing mm-hmm. because I think he's going to end up following her lead in a lot of this. And obviously we did see him and uh, Citra go out for drinks before dad showed up. The question yeah. is now, do they still, you know, mess around and, and do that? Or are they like, oh, a little bacon is, is no harm. Or are they going to be full practicing? We won't know. But my assumption is he's going to follow Citra's footsteps. So if Citra has been fully devout and like fully practicing, then they'll have to try or go that way. Otherwise, I can see them doing things in the shadows and not really like having it be public facing yeah i feel like sam was like i mean you know i prayed like twice today that's good right that's enough like you know i, I can just kind of see him doing it because he's been really laxed on it the whole season uh kind of treating it like it's more of a obstacle to get to mary citra than actually him wanting to do this so i'm just wondering how that's going to go for them or for him in particular yeah so then let's move on now to the final couple here who uh, I've now unfortunately learned are going to be on Happily Ever After. It's Sophie and Rob, Jason. <laughs> I knew you'd get a kick out of that. I knew you would love seeing Sophie and Rob on your Define screen. Define kick. Define kick. You know, we, ta- we talked about the, uh, the you know, just justifications for people being on another season. I don't see a justification for them being on another season. I don't know what the storyline is going to be here. I feel like we have squeezed everything we can squeeze out of this, uh, you know, storyline. I don't know what, what the road is going to be for them. I have the ever after. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like it's very clear to me that they're going to have drama between the two of them. And then also, uh, Sophie's mom 
Like this is just they, like, of course they're going to be cannon fodder. Like, of course they're going to be dramatic. Of course it's going to be going to be toxic moments. So naturally, they're the ones you're going to bring up to the next season. Well, this is going to feel like a retread of this season. Like it feels like it's probably going to be the same stuff. Can I trust him? Uh, you know, Sophie's mom calling him a bum. Like, what's I, I don't know what, if there's going to be anything new here to to see. I don't know. I feel like um, some of the predictions I have for where things can go is I think there's going to be drama about going out. Obviously, the living situation is still going to be big, big, huge drama. Um, And I think that with the two of them, the fights are going to be continuing to deliver. So that's why uh, we have them here. I guess I'm not. I'm definitely not excited. I think they're probably the one I'm least excited to see and happily ever after. Um, So we'll, we'll see what that brings. Yeah, let's see. Um, the wedding itself, let me tell you, not a lot went down that was dramatic. Um, Sophie was feeling sick, had a bit of a sore throat um, mm-hmm. to begin the day, which I was like, uh, listen, what are, is this contagious? Listen, like, she, listen, she sure is kissing everybody, hugging everybody. I'm like, listen, yeah. sick. stay the hell away from me. I don't care if it is our wedding day or not. You can back up. Like, Throw a mask on. Yeah, do something. Let's kiss mask to mask when it's time to, to do the big kiss. <laughs> At the at the altar, like <laughs> no one here is worried about her sickness. She's like, whatever. Yeah, and then um, we do see his uh, Rob's friends. Time to I say, yeah. Last time we saw Rob, he was so nervous, he was not in good space, but he's all grown up now. I was like, it's been a month. <laughs> <laughs> and listen, this this uh, this episode, they Rob made sure not to say anything too boneheaded or too dumb. He just seemed like a regular guy getting married. So that was at least something in the plus column for Rob. He didn't do too much to put his foot in his mouth here. No, I don't think so. But the funniest part came when mom and Sophie were going to come down to the beach to get married. And Rob got paranoid that she's ditching the wedding. She's going the wrong direction. Turns out they just lost their way to the <laughs> to the beach. I mean, that's that that right there should just tell you that how your relationship is on shaky ground <laughs> on wedding day. You're worried that she's just going to show up and be like, I'm not doing this. Just run off. I, I did think it was it was hilarious that they just couldn't find their way down to that segment of the beach. I just wanted I want a continuous shot like we're in a sitcom of like we see Rob in the foreground. In the background, we just see uh, uh, Sophie and her mom just trying just trying to figure out how to get down there. Screaming like, how do we get down? I don't know. Which way do, should we go? Just as constantly trying to find their way around. I think that would have been fun. That would have been good. That is not what we get. It was fine. It was tame. It was lovely. They're married now. Listen, again, if you're going to have a beach wedding, actually, Manuel's wedding was bad i bad enough. i'll be like i'm gonna get sand in my loafers but these people are sitting down in the sand right at this wedding I'm like no can, can you get me a chair or something like i'm not <laughs> i'm not gonna come here and sell the ground in the sand all right i'm not this is not a beach vacation i'm not gonna get in the water i'm just gonna sit in the sand and watch you get married like count me out count if you're not gonna get me a beach chair at least count me out <laughs> See, for me, it depends on what I'm like is this like we're wearing formal attire to the beach wedding then yeah i don't want to sit on the sand but if it's like a beach wedding, but we're all dressed for the beach, I could sit in the sand. No problem. I'm fine. I guess I got, I'd have, if I'm going to the beach, I want the whole beach experience. We get in the water. If I'm going to, if it'll be worth my while to wash sand off of me afterwards, I'm going to make it worth my while. I'm getting in the water. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> but overall the, 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 
the whole setup of the wedding I thought was great. Uh, they mm. talked a lot about uh, how his sister set the whole thing up. I thought it was a very nice looking uh, wedding. They had a uh, they had all the uh, I wonder what they ate there. They had all plates and stuff already. Like you, you're making this a whole like a uh, whole reception here. Yeah, no, they definitely had a full spread, clearly well thought out wedding. It looked nice. I think this is exactly what they both wanted. So I'm happy for them. Um, now the question will be moving forward. How long until they get the new place? Are we going to see the new place at all on Happily Ever After? Or are they going to be in the same spot the entire season? Because that's going to bring drama. A, yeah, I'd imagine that's a big, uh, a big thrust of their story. Now, I did find it interesting. They got, you know, they had not one, but two hotel like rooms in this thing. I'm like, I, I, is Sophie paying for all this? Like, I feel like Rob is broke. So he's so broke. He can't move out of this, this shack he's in. But now <laughs> we've got, we've got oodles and oodles of hotel rooms to go change in. I'm like, this, this just doesn't seem right to me. Something seems off to me. I feel like Sophie does the, seem off. Yeah, I feel like Sophie's the one with some money, and maybe we're not talking about that all the way because let's not forget about the nice Airbnb that that, that Sophie stayed in when she ran away from Rob. Mm-hmm. So it was like mm, something's weird here. Uh, but yeah, we'll we'll see what what happens with them. Uh, we did also see Rob's mom again. Another parent just comes out of nowhere. We didn't we didn't we didn't even get a like a real confessional from Rob's mom asking about like how she feels about this, how she feels about Sophie. Again, just random parents popping in and out. These parents have all chosen to protect their peace, and mm-hmm. I applaud them for, for yeah, doing it that sure. way. <laughs> I'm, I'm here for it. I'm down. I, that, you know, that might be me. If my daughter signed up for a reality show, I'm gonna be like, nah, I'm not going on TV. I'm not doing all this. But, you know, I mean, for me, I might want, I, I actually, you know, I might be on TV. Like, let, I, let's see if I can get a, a, a deal out of this. Let me see if I can get a spinoff for me on TV. Like, <laughs> if I just show up and I, and I act out, let me see if I can get a spinoff. That might be me, actually. Yeah, you're like, uh, is there opportunity for growth here? Yeah, you know, <laughs> maybe maybe uh, promote my podcast while I'm trying yeah. to get on, you know. We maximize the profits <laughs> they, here. They would cut I, I would do all that. They would cut all that out. Like you remember um uh Kara and Guillermo. You remember yes. them? And yes. uh and her friend from high school, he had all this like he was a rapper. Oh, the rapper? Oh yeah. my god. I yep. remember <laughs> I remember when he was on there, he wore something. I think had like some promotional material of his on there and they blurred it all out. That'd probably be me. That, I'd, be, I'd be wearing like a, a, a shirt with my podcast name on it and they'd be like, no, nah, let's just blur all that out. Actually, just cut him out completely. <laughs> like, ah, uh, we're good. And I'd be so pissed. I'd be right. Like, I, I would tell all my friends and family, like, watch, watch the show. Not for my daughter, but for me, for me. And then they just cut me all out. I mean, I could see that being the fate there. So again, maybe the right move is to just be like, ah, I'm good. You go yeah. ahead. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, but yeah, so that's about everything we got for y'all here. Um, the tell all looks a little juicy now. I'm currently in the decision process to see whether or not I immediately do a recap next week or wait and double it up and do a bigger recap the week after, simply because if they're gonna split this into three episodes, I feel God. like it's it's gonna be very slim pickings and talking about the stuff that goes on on the episodes. However, if it's two, then it's easier to do just one and one. So uh, keep your eye on the space uh, and you will know soon enough which direction we end up going with it. Please, Lord, don't make this a three episode tell all. Please, Lord. I just don't think there. I just don't. There usually is enough to even cover three. But this this season for sure, I don't think is enough for, for three. Yeah, uh, episodes. I'm looking now. Uh, tell all part two and tell all. Nope. Yeah, it's only two episodes. It's only two tell-alls. So there we go. Good things are happening. So yeah, I'll be back next week to talk about tell-all part one then. Easy. Done. 
Jason, thank you so much. This was a very fun podcast, and I'm glad I had you on with me. You made an episode that was relatively boring, very fun for me. So thank you. The <laughs> no problem. Know. Yeah, Where can they find you? Last as always. Um, you could find me on uh, Twitter at J A Y R one zero eight five. As far as podcasts go, I uh, showed up on the recap kickback with Chappelle and Mari, and we talked about the top five black sitcoms. It was a very fun and contentious uh, time talking about black sitcoms, as you can imagine, because there are so many and people have so many different uh, opinions on it. Um, you can then find me on my own podcast uh, talking about Love is Blind over on uh, the uh, Reality Viewer Hap Ups over on the Love at First Sight feed with Mary Kwiatkowski. And we can also find me talking about Married at First Sight with Asia Welch um, on our show, A Perfect Match, also on the Love at First Sight feed. So check me out in all those places. Thank you so much, Jason. And I definitely did not censor your promotions and your podcast here, unlike what the show may have done to you. Can you imagine just beep out every 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 time I said my podcast name? I'd be I would be frustrated. I I would be a little uh, hurt, uh, honestly. Honestly, rightfully so. You would have every every right to to feel that way. But no worries. You everything is put out there, and everyone can hear that. Uh, of course, y'all can find me on Twitter at Puyas. You find me on Twitch, Twitch.tv slash Puya. Uh, Traders wrap up still going strong. We have the finale coming up this upcoming week. Myself and Rob talked about the penultimate episode already. We'll have the feedback show coming your way with Rachel Riley as our guest. And also I will be talking to the first person banished in the episode that you just watched. So I'll have a one-on-one there. We'll see how that goes. And a mass singer is coming your way this week as well. The premiere should be coming this upcoming Wednesday. That means Liana and I'll be back to talk about that this week as well. And of course, one of my podcasting, I'm on Twitch. We should be slash Puya. That's where you can find me. Uh, thank you so much, everybody, for hanging out. We have arrived at our destination here on the Hot Mess Express. I'll see you next week for part one of the tell. But until then, take care. Have a good one. Bye. How many days are you going to wait before you tie the knockdown? How many days is it going to take to to walk away now? It's time to take your body care routine to the next level. Introducing Osea's bestseller body care set, the perfect companion for your summer travels. This four-piece kit transforms dry skin to silky, soft, and glowing. It features travel sizes of Osea's best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil and Body Butter, clinically proven to improve skin elasticity, along with their anti-aging body balm and salts-of-the-earth body scrub. And to top it off, it's packed in a vegan leather bag, making it a must-have for all your summer adventures. Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Treat yourself to glowing, healthy skin this summer with clean, vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Right now, you can get the Best Sellers Body Care Set valued at $78 for 33% off. Use code SUMMER to save an additional 10%. That's an additional 10% off at OCEAMalibu.com code SUMMER. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. 
Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.